It's time for a snack. Is butter a carb? Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Snack time on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Let's go to eat a damn snack. Ah, yes, it's snack time. Uh, let me add on a little note on that last little nugget that you had there, Scott, in the uh, two-minute drill. So Callahan getting the Titans job, correct? That would mean that every team since the beginning of the 2022 season that has had an offensive coordinator, I'm using air quotes, has changed offensive coordinators then in the entire league. Now, that doesn't include play callers because like San Francisco and Kyle, that's their play caller. Along with Dallas as well, that, that's their new play caller. But yeah, since 2022, that means every team would have changed the offensive coordinator position if that hire ends up being true. All right, at 447 here on The Snack. Let's dive into a few things. We just finished off a conversation about Netflix jumping in and biting off a piece of WWE. Well, they also got back their numbers today, did Netflix, for the quarter. And they have added 13 million new subscribers as Netflix in the final quarter of 2023. And in the earning report as well, things are looking good for Netflix. So you know what that means when things are looking good for Netflix. Guess what they uh, guess what they've announced or at least hinted at? Price increase. Netflix hints at price increase. They now plan to retire the basic service amid their ad tier growth. So the streamers already phased out the cheapest ad free subscription options with new signups. So the second straight quarter of strong growth in the ad-supported tier means that they can now charge you more money. In its earning report for the fourth quarter, streaming giant said subscribers to the ad tier account for nearly 40% of the new signups in countries where ads are offered, up from 30% of new signups in the third quarter. Netflix also reported an ad tier membership growth of 70% versus Q3, similar to its last report. Remember when we first started like keeping track of this and the stock price fell on Netflix because they lost subscribers and everyone's like, oh, my God, Netflix is finally taking hits. Yeah, it yeah. was for a quarter. OK, they they are they are proving time and time again that they are absolutely dominating these streaming wars for sure. And well, they, you, they are so dominant. I mean, they've kind of become like what? what coke is to soda right or absolutely like what mcdonald's is to to fast food burgers there's other competition but it's not quite the same is it against uh against old netflix and you know what i'll gladly hand over more money because we we probably use netflix in the house as much as anything for sure uh today uh by the way speaking of ratings let me just get this out we did have the ratings for the divisional round get released. So CBS drew the largest audience on record for a divisional round game with Kansas City and Buffalo. 
the game averaged 50.3 million viewers. <laughs> surpassing the 2017 game that was the previous high of 48.52 with Dallas and Green Bay. Uh, the CBS telecast was up 10% over last year's Sunday primetime game of 45.6 million for the Cowboys and the Niners on Fox. CBS broadcast was also the largest audience since last year's Super Bowl although that mark may fall in a few days with NFL's conference championship games on tab. It capped a huge weekend for the league, which averaged better than 40 million viewers, including streaming for the four games in the divisional round. They averaged 40 million for all four games. Absolutely obscene. Uh, Packers-Niners, Fox's primetime Saturday game, came in on an average of 37.5. At its high mark, was closer to 50 million viewers at one point. So, uh, so much for Taylor Swift running the game, huh? So much for the downfall I'm not watching. of the NFL. It's just not happening for sure. The Oscar nominations came out today, if you keep track of such a thing. And everyone is <gasps> aghast at a huge Oscar snub. Actually, two. People cannot believe that Greta Gerwig, the director of Barbie, was not nominated for an Oscar. Maybe one of the biggest movies, well, the biggest movie of the year. And uh, she did not get nominated. And also, Margot Robbie did not get nominated for Best Actress. Which, I, I mean, listen, is it enough for me to be like, how dare they? No, it is a little odd. With some of the nominations that we've seen over the past couple of years that those two get left out. Uh, she could win it every year in my book. Best Supporting Actress America Ferreira uh, was nominated for Barbie, and everyone's all up in arms over that for sure. Uh, okay, at the box office here, because we haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, Queen Bees rules the box office. Mm, I What is Queen Bees? I I haven't seen that advertised for anything at all. Uh, mean Girls is doing quite well, though. Its domestic tally is up to $50 million for for the total for the remake of the uh, movie. And the Jason Statham action thriller The Beekeeper earned $8.4 over the weekend for a total of $31 million, $75 million globally. Oh, by the way, speaking of Oscar nominations, I do have to throw this out there. For the very first time ever, a Godzilla movie was nominated for an Oscar because Godzilla Minus One got nominated today. And I'm here nice. to tell you that if you haven't seen it yet, you have to see it. It might, it might be, and I'm, I wish that this was all a bit. It's not. It might be the best war movie that I've seen since Saving Private Ryan. That's saying a lot for a monster movie. But Godzilla Minus One might be the best war movie that I've seen since Saving Private Ryan. That's how good that it actually is. So go see it for sure. Speaking of movies, <laughs> they just can't let some properties die, can they? The last two Jurassic Park movies have been a tub of turds, in my opinion. <laughs> they haven't been great. But you know what? I'll still show up and watch it because I'm a sucker for it. That's right. Um... A new Jurassic World movie is in the works. <laughs> so Chris Pratt back. 
I haven't seen it, whether or not Chris Pratt is back or not. Where maybe they'll continue to go dinosaur hunting in Montana for a, for a raptor that's just living out in the wilderness on its own. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Universal is said to be moving fast with a script from a gentleman named David Cope who penned the original Jurassic Park back with Steven Spielberg in the early 90s. Oh, wow. So they kicked it old school. So maybe Didn't they we like, have the idea that they should just merge the Jurassic Park series with the Fast and Furious series? Yes. And, I mean, just Why not? make it all one big box office blockbuster. Yes. Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, make them a part of the family, air quotes, with Dom yeah. and everyone yeah. else. So they can keep talking about how Spilner's over babysitting the kids? Wait a minute, Spilner's going to... down dinosaurs in a Supra? You mean, Brian Spilner doesn't want to come see a Tyrannosaurus for crying out loud? He's going to babysit his kids? I mean, I love my daughter, but I'd leave her with my mom for a chance to go see a Tyrannosaurus. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's going on? Jordana Brewster's <laughs> keeping him busy with the honeydew list. Yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. Um... This story here says this would seem to rule out the return of characters played by Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and it seemed that the characters featured in the original Jurassic Park, like Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum, would also not be involved. Which kind of sucks. What are you going to do? Reboot so the whole thing now? Like, what is that? What is that? You can't bring Sam Neill back in the last one and then expect to just leave him out of this madness. What's going on here? All Let's right. bring Tyrese and Ludacris in space. I need in raptors space. in space. Right. Raptors, raptors in space. In space. Raptors and rappers in space. <laughs> that's the title of the that's the title of the short that accompanies Facts Fast Jurassic World. That's the name of the movie is Fast Jurassic World. <laughs> I mean if Jason Voorhees can get into space, why not? Yeah, no doubt, right? Why not? What's what's wrong with it? I don't see any problems at all. Okay, uh, important dates and birthdays in history today. Today is uh, January 23rd. So we will start off with this little bit of information. On this day, 1953, the Dallas Texans become the Baltimore Colts, which are now the Indianapolis Colts on this day in 1953. Also on this day, NFL's National and American Conferences became the Eastern and Western Conference. 1979 on this date, Willie Mays, considered one of the greatest players of all time, elected to the Hall of Fame by the BBWAA. He garners 409 out of 432 votes and became the 14th man to gain election in his first year on the ballot. Willie Mays didn't even get all the votes. I'm, I'm, yeah, who, unreal. Who's the guy unreal. that would put Willie Mays on the first Guy, ballot. multiple of them. Like who are the, who are basically like the who's the twenty one people that are like you know what right, that dude hasn't earned it. I'm gonna make him wait a year. I'm gonna make Willie Mays. I didn't Mays. think he was good enough, so I'm gonna make him wait a year. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Flex your muscles, bro. Congratulations. Uh, by the way, Scott, do not delete any of these stories here from the snack that you put in here. Keep these for tomorrow because we just don't have enough time and they're good. Uh, on this date, 1983, the A-Team premiered on NBC. Five seasons, 98 episodes for the A-Team. Not quite as good as uh, <laughs> the movie with Rampage Jackson is B.A. Brackus in oh. the A-Team movie. Bradley Cooper. 
Oh God, what a what a what, what Liam an awful. Neeson was in that I refuse well, right? to watch that movie. You I love to... I love the A Team, but I refuse to watch that movie. Scott, you got to watch it for how bad. Oh, it I is. saw. It. I, I went to the theaters because I love the A Team so much. And as a matter of fact, how about I let you borrow my Blu-ray copy of the A Team <laughs> if you would like? Because I'm as big a Rampage Jackson fan as you'll find. I that was that's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um, so if he was in it, I was going to watch it. Not good, buddy. <laughs> Not good. On this date in 1984, Hulkamania was born. Hulk Hogan beats the Iron Sheik to win the WWF Heavyweight Championship of the World. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted its first members on this date, 1986. That included Elvis Presley, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, and Jerry Lee Lewis. God, there are some scumbags behind the scenes with the way that they live their lives on that list. And I'll let you decide which of those individuals <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, 1988, The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson became the number one song in America. Number one song for an entire week, the 23rd through the 29th. Also number one in Ireland. 1989. This is the very first CD I bought with my own money. Tone Loke's Loked After Dark came out on this date, 1989, his debut album. We had just bought the big Pioneer stereo system at Sears. My mom maxed out the, cre the Sears credit card to buy this, and it had a six-disc changer in it. And one of the first CDs to go in that six-disc six six save that one for Bago Audio. <laughs> Your mom what? Yes, six disc changer. <laughs> Mark that one. Was Tone Loke Loked After Dark? I loved, loved, loved that album, and it's still good to this day. Uh, Wild Thing, Funky Cole Medina, uh, Chiba Chiba, Loked After Dark was another good song. All bangers for sure. 1989, James Brown sentenced in Georgia to six years in jail because of a police chase through two different states. Um, and quickly here, 1994 NFC Championship game. The Cowboys beat the Niners 38-21. Isn't that when Bernie Kosar came in and actually played for Aikman, who took a knee to the helmet, Colby? Sounds right. I think that was right. And on the same day, the Bills beat the Chiefs 30-13 to in the championship game on the AFC side. Uh, and Michael Jordan, double figures for the 800th consecutive game in a 198 OT win over New Jersey on this date in 1998. Yes, double figures, 800 consecutive games for Michael Jordan. Birthdays today. Uh, let's start first with born on this date, still dead. Rob Garrison, 59. He played Tommy on The Karate Kid. Uh, Rutger Hauer, who played Roy in Blade Runner. And John Hancock, born on this day, now dead, 1737. You might otherwise know him as Herbie Hancock from Tommy Boy. Uh, dead on this date, a lot of people. <laughs> the co-founder of Leonard Skinner, Alan Collins, died on this date, 1990. Nell Carter from Give Me a Break passed away on this date, 2003, at the age of 54. Johnny Carson died on this date, 2005, at the age of 79. Jack LaLanne, fitness pioneer, 
January 23rd, 2011, at the age of 96. Ernie Banks died on this date in 2015. And Larry King, got some garlic for you, uh, died on this date in 2021. Uh, birthdays, famous people. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson, otherwise known as MacGyver, is 74 today. David Patrick Kelly from Commando was born in the state in 1951. Oh, Robin Zander from The Great Cheap Trick, born in the state in 1953. And I cannot believe this, but Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell. Kelly Kapowski turns 50 today. 50. The GOAT. And Sully Sullenberger turns 73 today. Uh oh yeah, uh Mariska Hardigay, sixty. She's from like Law and Order SVU, Law and Order isn't SVU, she? Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. All, all right, all sixty-seven seasons. Sports birthdays: Jerry Kramer, Hall of Fame Packers guard, nineteen thirty-six. Kurt Bavakwa, Padres infielder, nineteen forty-seven. Pat Hayden, NBC analyst and Rams quarterback, nineteen fifty-three. Haywood Workman. Former Pacers guard, 1966. Oh, Eric Metcalf of the Browns, born in the state in 1968. The great Brendan Shanahan, former Whalers and Red Wings great, 1969. Mark Wohlers, 1970. Kevin Mawai, Hall of Famer, 1971. Phil Dawson, 75. Willie Mo Pena. I don't know why I put that in there other than just because Willie Mo Pena is a fun name to say. say. 1982. Anthony Spencer, former Cowboys linebacker, 1984. Jeff Samarja, Cubs and Giants pitcher and former Notre Dame standout, 1985. And Nick Fairley, former Lions defensive tackle, celebrates a birthday on this date, 1988. That will do it for a snack. We'll come back, and John Holcomb will join us next year on the Blitz 1170.